You are listening to The Recovered Therapist, brought to you by FreshOutOfPlans.com. I'm Jeannie Griffin, and I'll be your host. Instead of focusing on labels, diagnoses, and psychobabble, we keep things honest, simple, and hopeful so that you can grow personally and spiritually. Thank you for joining me. What is an oracle reading, and what are oracle cards? How can you use them? Well, an oracle reading is is pulling one card out of a deck and seeing what message it has and how that applies to maybe a question you've asked or applies to something going on in your own life. There are readers that use um, different tarot cards and have different patterns that they throw out and use five to seven cards. But when you are used working with just an oracle deck, it can be um, pictures with some uh, messages on it or just cards that have some kind of thoughts for the day. So I'm going to, I recently made a second deck of oracle cards with some thoughts that I use in my own life. And I um, put them on small cards that are easily shuffled and can be used as kind of thoughts for the day. Um, Now, some people just believe it's um, a way to think of something positive to think through the day. Other people believe that uh, when you shuffle oracle cards, you ask a question or you ask your spirit guides to come and help you and speak through your intuition. Now, it doesn't have to be all that woo-woo. Your spirit guides can be uh, angels or saints, if you believe in angels or saints. It can be people that you have loved that have passed on and are currently still in your heart but not visible to your eyes. And you can ask them to help guide you to a card or message. So don't make a big deal out of it, and don't believe everything you see in the movies about it being... Uh, scary or evil. So the small deck that I um, made earlier this year, I call Statements of Truth. Now, not, and that's truth with a capital T, not my truth or your truth, just generally statements that are considered to be truthful and practical by metaphysical teachers and um, other people's experiences. So, you can buy these cards on my website if you go to freshoutofplans.com, and that's F-R-E-S-H-O-U-T-T-A-P-L-A-N-S.com, and you look under products, you can see that I have some notebooks for sale and two sets of cards that I've designed. You can also see under another tab, services, different kinds of services that, that I offer, including traditional psychotherapy or coaching, and also shamanic work. So, without further ado, I'm going to draw one of these oracle cards. And um, I think the, the question I want to ask while I'm shuffling them is, what message do you have for us today? What message do you have for us today? And I'll shuffle these a few times. And then I'll... I like to spread them out, kind of like Las Vegas style, 
and then pick one that looks like it's calling to me. Now that can either be, you can feel it or you can see with your eye which one you kind of zone in on and then pull that one. Huh, that's, I love this. So this one is very timely. It says, intuition is that still small voice we call a hunch. Intuition is that still small voice we call a hunch. So I don't know who needed to hear that today, but somebody did. So intuition is something we always must follow. But sometimes you don't know how to read your intuition. Sometimes if you um, are in recovery from chemicals, and have uh, had used mood-altering and mind-altering chemicals as your solution to things, sometimes you will not be listening to your intuition. You'll be listening to the disease of addiction inside your head. So first you've got to distinguish between who's talking to me and who's trying to encourage me or give me a hunch to do something or to act in a certain way. Also, if you grew up in a family affected by addiction, you were taught either overtly or covertly not to trust your intuition you know uh, let's not talk about it there's no problems here when your stomach is in knots and you know there's a problem so you learn to cut yourself off from the neck and not follow your intuition but once you set your intention to learn about what your intuition is telling you and then to make a choice whether you're going to follow it or not then you can begin to develop your intuition. See, the way that, that spirit guides and the invisible communicate with us is through coincidence and through revelation. So um, everybody has intuition. and You don't have to know, oh, yes, this is my spirit guide named blah, blah, blah. You may not even know how you get this hunch, but begin to follow it and don't just start following intuition on some major uh, problem or uh, some, you know, don't start big, just start small and say, um, you know, guides, if you're here to help support me, uh, can you give me some sort of sign? And, you know, a lot of people will say, I know my mom's around because I smell roses or I see roses and that was her favorite card. I mean, color, and that was her favorite um, flower of any sort. Uh, you will begin to know what the, quote, coincidences are when your guides are helping you. I was teaching a shamanic class uh, this evening, teaching people how to do a shamanic journey, and, and uh, one lady had an eagle appear in her journey, and so I told her, I said, watch for coincidences. And she kind of laughed, and she said, well, I don't know that, you know, I'll see that many eagles in real life. And I said that you might not. If you're in a real urban area, you might not. But it doesn't mean they're still not trying to communicate with you. So you might be standing in your front yard and the mail truck go by. And sure enough, there's an eagle painted on the side of that. So open your mind to the form in which spirit comes to you. And uh, just keep your eyes out. And when that sort of coincidence happens, 
tip your hat or take a nod to the invisible and say thank you for being here to support me. One last card and then I'll let you go. All right, let's see. Another thought for our day. <laughs> this is one of my favorite ones. When one door closes, another door opens, but it's hell in the hallway. So let's say that one again. When one door closes, another door opens, but it's hell in the hallway. Some of you may be in the middle and in between things, something closed and something hasn't opened yet. And it might feel like you're in hell in the hallway. But I can assure you that the universe knows no time, so stop tapping your foot. And pretty soon, you'll get a new direction. I hope you're having a good day. Until next time, be safe. Thank you for listening to The Recovered Therapist, where we keep topics honest, simple, and hopeful. I love you. There's not a damn thing you can do about it. Until next time.